The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. And right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. All right, welcome in pro wrestling fans here on another weekend edition of the Busted Open Radio Podcast here on this Saturday. I'm your weekend host, Ryan McKinnell, joined across the way by Mark Henry. And Mark, we always have a good show for our listeners here on Busted Open Radio. But today, on this Saturday, it feels exceptionally lovely. We got a fire promo from Sami Zayn and Daniel Bryan on Friday Night SmackDown. Once again, proving to you, Mark Henry, and to the rest of the world at large, is there another wrestler in the world with better promo skills than one Sami Zayn? There is not. And I'm looking forward to on this podcast, not only seeing our favorite Sami Zayn, but also hearing what we said about Daniel Bryan and his expression. Absolutely. Very few can tell a story without using words better than the man, Daniel Bryan. We also give you, as we do every Saturday, our weekly winner in the world of professional wrestling, giving you our favorite show from the week. And we also address, Mark Henry, a story coming out of Chicago. CM Punk saying that AEW needs to mind their business and stick to what they know and also Mark Henry, we take into a look what was a great show from uh, the WWE with that show last night with their backstage program. It just, it keeps getting better and better. So much pro wrestling for us to talk about. Brother, I don't know if we got enough time. Well, we got an hour, so let's get it in. Let's go. Busted open radio here on that Saturday. This is the podcast edition. I'm Ryan. That's Mark. Here we go. I love the honesty. It really felt like yeah, almost like a version of busted open, right? Where pulling no punches, it doesn't matter. Like, hey, I'm doing a show with WWE's, you know, Mark Henry, the world's strongest man. It doesn't mean you can't be critical of the company. I think that is what fans want, even in the case of backstage, which is a WWE show. No, let's get or into the it. talent or the yes. talent. Let's get and into you know it. What? Let's the, dissect the, it. The one thing that strikes me the most is Renee Young is in her element. That's, that's that's where she was meant to be. She is a she did a really really good job of uh, announcing, uh, but as you can see, moderating and narrating is her strong suit. And Booker T is as the clown, the uh, expertise of what a heel is and how you portray that mm-hmm. uh, Christian gave some of the most insightful points. He's a brilliant guy. And yes. and I, I love Christian, and he's one of the people that I w- was a go-to for me to bounce ideas off of and to have those ideas refined. And a lot of people don't realize that 
there are some people that uh, promos was my thing. Guys come to me to how do, how do I get the emotion injected into this promo? All right, well, let's bounce it off. What, what is it about? And then we do this, and we bounce it off each other, and they go, oh, yeah, that's that's it. And and that's that's what they're doing on this show. Yeah, it feels and, like that. And Paige, like her insight with what the women are and her experiences wrestling the the girls that, um, that, that they talk about and the experiences that she had with Becky Lynch – that sounded so personal and so real yeah. that I really, really enjoyed her. And um, she brings valid points to the show and, and gives the show a, where it's not all dudes talking about dude stuff. Like, <laughs> I, I, I want to I hear uh, not just the, the women talk about what's going on in women's wrestling, but I, I love to hear Booker and... Uh, Christian talk about what's going on in women's wrestling too. It's a very good dynamic, and I think it just needs one thing. It only needs one thing, Ryan. What's what's that, Mark Henry? I think that backstage needs a little sex with chocolate. Ah, uh, is that a is that a tease? Is that a is that a a view into the future? Perhaps that's we'll we'll leave that alone. Maybe we'll, we'll maybe leave it alone. It's just. It's, just a little, just, a, just, <laughs> and uh, I think it's, it's taste. You know, it's how you taste something. I always have to bring it back to food. Yeah, you, know you we'll taste your mashed potatoes. I'll stop it. With the ketchup <laughs> on. Are, I know hey everybody, man, Gabby, everybody Gabby does said, it. Gabby sent out a tweet. People are fu- people are furious. Mark Henry, they are. I cannot believe the world's strongest man would do this. They are. They're upset. You've upset people, Mark Henry. You I'm upset. What? I'm upset. I'm thinking about Y'all quitting. Be upset in one hand and pee in the other and see which one fills up first. <laughs> I say it's like mashed potatoes. And you put ketchup on mashed go, potatoes. You know what? They're, they're, this is great. This is great. These mashed potatoes are awesome. Need a little butter. Need a little salt and pepper. A little garlic powder. Yeah. Oh, then now this is wonderful. That's, a little mayonnaise. That's, little mayonnaise. That's, you put you what? put mayonnaise in your mashed potatoes? What? No. Well, you put ketchup on fried chicken, so I don't know what else you do, Mark Henry. Oh man, I just don't even know. You. I don't even know you no more. Like we're we're not family. No, we're done. Okay, guys, next week we'll have a new host. <laughs> See you with Tommy Dreamer and Mark Henry next Saturday. Oh man, uh, listen, come on, oh, man, y'all get off my back about the ketchup. I love ketchup. Ketchup I, is good is, for you. You know, this is tomatoes. The sad thing is, is I love ketchup too, and I feel like I'm slandering one of the greatest condiments in American history. But we're just having fun with sexual chocolate here on this Saturday. Listen, back to backstage. You know, uh, you made some really good points about the authenticity. It felt like to me, and, and maybe you could speak more to this, Mark, that there was a freestyle element to it. Like, yes, and we and we'll actually get to it the other. It wasn't pre- so scripted. That's yes, exactly and, and, what you. Right. There were packages with like Finn Balor. There was the the package with Roman Reigns where, uh, well, not packages, but there was the interview with with Finn Balor. There was the interview with Roman Reigns that resulted uh, in him getting attacked. So there were things that you knew were going to happen. But in between there, Mark, it very much felt like a show that we do. Right. Like I can see we can kind of see behind the curtain. Like we have a couple things that we know we're going to talk about, but we don't necessarily like I didn't know we were going to go into fried chicken and ketchup for 10 minutes. today. Right. Like. Right. So there's like. There's a pivoting there, and there's a there's an allowance for 
personality to come out, for real opinions to come out. And I just, Mark, I know the show debuts on November 5th on Tuesday. I really hope they keep this formula because it's palpable. You can feel it. Like, it's, it's clear what they're doing. It, it, it is. And it's fun. And it's something yeah. that's different. Um, they had Akbar Kabila Mila. Akbar Kabila Giamila on the show last night. And right. they did the segment, uh, the promo class. And I think that's great to have celebrities on cutting wrestling promos and against one of the people on the panel. And, man, the last week with Booker T was great. And having Christian on this week was <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was fun. And, and maybe maybe we'll get Paige next week. I'd love to see, uh, you know, maybe they're going to have to have a female host, uh, a, a female celebrity guest come on and cut promos against Paige. And they're, Man, they're that'd bringing be intimidating. people that are real <laughs> like, fans. Yeah, for sure. You know, these, these are not like uh, celebrities just for the sake of having a celebrity. Like, the people that they brought on so far have been, like, really mega wrestling fans. Yeah. And they can actually get up there and cut a wrestling promo because nobody sucked yet. <laughs> that first one that, that breaks down, oh, man, it's going to be awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if we're going to get one, it'll be with Paige. She'd have me stumbling oh. over my words. I'd be like, uh, uh, oh, damn, I just got ether. Damn, Paige is money. And Paige is I got uh, ether. money. <laughs> I got ethered by Paige. You know it's going to happen. You know, there are, there are people on the mic that, you know, I like to think, you know, moderately highly of myself. Uh, but there are just people that would just leave you in your place and just keep your head spinning. And she feels like one of them. Uh, you know, another thing that I liked about backstage, Mark Henry, and we kind of were talking about it, but the continuation of the story, right? It, also, it allows the analysts to be themselves. It it allows the people to react and give context and, and, and feel connected to the, to the personalities, right, and to the universe. But it also allows for a continuation of stories it allows for the wwe to have another hour on television and to push certain narratives and uh no more so than last night at least it got my blood pumping and uh one of the more enjoyable segments from backstage last night and that was well i was gonna say prince devitt the prince has returned right uh, you know finn balor coming out and following up on his massive heel turn at nxt uh you know he left us with that great soundbite well he asked booker t your pal right he's like you liked me when I before I got to the WWE and Booker T was like, absolutely, I used to show my students your matches, and this is how you wrestle. And he's like, well, let's just say the Prince is back. I mean, that right there, that sent the marks on social media into a tizzy, Mark Henry, and that is exactly the advantages that backstage can present. It just gives you so many more ways to tell a story, and I guarantee you that's what the WWE wants. Yeah, I think that this is the future of television as it relates to shows in pro wrestling. People want re reality. They they don't want fictional um yep. they don't want fiction in wrestling because they feel like the the staged um rehearsed type of shows right. are kind of passe. And and I think they are. What we had last night, I I, I was showing my wife who just you know, basically assassinated me for uh, stumbling over Agbar's name, um, which you know, go to hell. Um, 
<laughs> we uh we we have fun with it, but well, hey, Mark, I, I'm glad I, I, she said it because I was making faces at you while you were yeah, trying to I get it out. I was just like, you, know, you were like, ah, oh, Mark, ah. Oh. It is Akbar Baja Biamila, right? Like that. It, Baja Biamila, yeah, yeah, because he was a Packer and I'm a Bears fan, and like you know those. Those they just stick with you. It's just a nightmare that never stops living. But back on track. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I, I, I understand, Mrs. Henry. I get it. Oh man, that's it's too much. Don't agree with her. <laughs> Don't agree. But you, but you want to see a show that gives you insight, but it's not rehearsed. Right. And 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 I know that they have producers on that show, and they're in their ear, and they're giving them direction and so forth. But you have to be able to follow the direction. And you have to be able to expound on the direction without there being it being seamless. Yeah. And and I don't know if you've ever had somebody talk in your ear. It's distracting. And sometimes you'll see people put their hand on their ear like this and go. <laughs> and it's like it's really off. I had to, you know, give Brian a visual and you look to you. You put your hand on your ear. You mean like 15 like, minutes ago when your mic wasn't working and I had I had guns and Gabby in my ear while I was also trying to talk? I think right, we know a little right. bit of something that, about you that. You know yeah. what that feels like. So it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of awkward, and especially when the camera is right in your face. And um, I, I think that's the greatest part of that show. Yeah. And uh, I'm actually um, going to audition for the show. So uh, nice. that's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Well, we're wishing you all the best with that. I don't see how the world's strongest man in backstage don't line up. Uh that would be a great continuation, and it would give us more to talk about, and I can pick your brain and uh, get all the juicy dirt on Saturday. So I am all for Mark Henry on more backstage. More content. Hey, yes, exactly. More stuff to talk about. we got three hours to fill, baby. we got to keep it rolling. Uh, listen, speaking of keeping it rolling, I want to get more back into SmackDown as we pivot from backstage. And reminder, callers, we'll get to you. Just hold those calls. But we got to get to my favorite part of SmackDown last night. It has to do with Daniel Bryan. But it more specifically has to do with the one and only Sami Zayn, who, Mark, you have been saying this now for, I feel like, a year or maybe more, that Sami Zayn is one of the best promos, if not the best promo in the game. And we saw it again last night when Sami Zayn was trying to appeal to the darker side, if you will, or the more, maybe not even the darker side, maybe just the more realistic and logical side of Daniel Bryan. That whole thing last night was money, Mark Henry, and it was easily my favorite part of SmackDown. Man, Daniel Bryan being conflicted yep. was was great because he showed it in his face in a way that uh, very few people can do. Mm -hmm. But the star... Even though Daniel Bryan was the principal, Sami Zayn, he was spitting hot fire, lava in his <laughs> delivery, in the content, and what he said was so important to how the fan sees Daniel Bryan now. Yeah. Because Daniel Bryan. He showed the uh, the replay of Daniel Bryan talking about the new Daniel Bryan and how there'll be no more yes movement. The yes movement is dead because the people just want somebody to do exactly their biddings. And Daniel Bryan was so conflicted. It was like he wanted to shake Sammy's hand 
and join him. Mm-hmm. But he, he he's going back. I think that he he's going back. He wanted. He ended up feeling so bad about it that he had to get out of the ring. And that walk that he took with the camera in front of him told more about Daniel Bryan than I think a lot of people knew. Mark, you're, that, that's a yeah, that's a great point from the standpoint. And sorry to cut you off there, pal, but. No, you brought up a really great point in terms of the emotion, and you brought it up with the look on his face. And now you're talking about a walk. I just want to put this in context. Daniel Bryan didn't, after that offer was extended from Sami Zayn for him to join him and Shinsuke, fine. Daniel Bryan didn't say a word. He didn't Not say a word, a word let you, yet you were left with feeling a certain way, like a story was being told or is at least being continued to be told. Mm-hmm. And you said it, Mark Henry, very few can continue a story or tell a story with a face or with a walk. Yeah. And the way the way that he walked and you, you you turn like you turn back like, do I need to go and say, no, I'm not going to say anything. And he kept walking yeah. and he had his head down for a minute. And then he kind of shook his head and he shrugged and he kept walking and it was doubt. It, I mean, I, I saw like confusion, and it was man. He's just masterful. Like he is. That's that's why wrestling him is so easy, because of how he sells and his expression and just him shaking his hand, like mm-hmm. balling his fists up and shaking his fist and and like punching at the air. He does stuff that. Nobody else really does. I mean, outside of Shawn Michaels, I, I don't know if I've ever seen anybody sell. Uh, maybe Steamboat and Flair. Like, he's in that rarefied air as somebody that sells. And to be there for five minutes and not say a word, but it's like mm-hmm. he's talking. Wow. Yep. It was yeah. amazing. And backstage wow. showed that uh, replay in almost its entirety. Yeah. And when they, they discussed it, that was something that they didn't discuss. We're discussing it and breaking it down. And I think that I'm looking forward to being able to get my audition and <laughs> shed some light on these situations, right? <laughs> well, I want to I want to shed some light on something uh, that we were talking about I- in regards to Daniel Bryan, and it was the way that whole segment kicked off, and that was Michael Cole uh, essentially talking to Daniel Bryan and, and asking him about the Yes Movement. Is the Yes Movement back? Let me j- Listen, I'm not exactly sure where WWE is going with the Daniel Bryan storyline, and that's okay. I do know this, though. That heel run that he had in terms of the environmentalist Daniel Bryan, right, called the new <laughs> Daniel Bryan, that was as good as it's gotten for him. Like, that was some of my favorite work. That was like uh, Punk, CM Punk with the Straight Edge Society. It was a blip on the radar. It was only about a year, but the lasting memory and the feeling that it gave me, it was special. So I feel that way about his run. I hope he's not done with that, but if he is, I understand. What I don't understand, Mark, because we talk about this a lot in pro wrestling, and it's something that you know, you have to remain fresh. 
right? You don't want to rest on laurels and you don't want to, you know, you don't want to become stagnant. I know the crowd is over with the yes chant. I know they still would love to do the yes movement. I really don't want to see if Daniel Bryan is coming back as a baby face. I don't want to see the yes movement continue. Let them chant. Let them do their thing. That's completely fine. But I don't want to see Daniel Bryan rely on it, Mark Henry, because he's just too good for that. Where are you at with that? You don't want to see him be a puppet. Right. You don't want to see him be coerced by the crowd into doing their bidding, but you want to see, let them do what they want to do. Yeah. Let them be the ones that chant, but don't let him milk it and do the yes, yes, and point to the sky. Like, I, I see exactly what you're talking about because that's something that he can hold over in Sammy's head. Listen, I don't control them. And my wife said it all the time. Her father used to tell her, you can't make nobody do anything. They're going to do what they feel is good for them. But what you can control is whether or not you put yourself in the same company as those people. I made so many mistakes being around the wrong people. My focus was off because I was worried about what I was going to do with those people as opposed to what I had to do for the next day or the same day or with my family or, you know, with other friends or whatever. You can put yourself in an element and Daniel Bryan cannot do that because not only will the people look at him differently, but the purest, the wrestling purest will judge him. For going back and being a puppet and being a sheep. And that's not what you want from somebody like Daniel Bryan. So where do you think, you know, like I said, you you know this much more well than I do. You are and have been uh, on the the forefront, the battle lines of of all of this. So what you see right now, what you see what they're teasing, they're opening up the possibility of Sammy and Shinsuke and Daniel Bryan, right? I think Daniel Bryan's wrestling Eric Rowan next, right? Either way, it doesn't matter. It's not really where I'm trying to go with this. What I, I just want to get your thoughts in terms of Daniel Bryan and where you think they're going. Do you think that this is going to be a new babyface run for Daniel Bryan, or do you think they're leaning more towards maybe having him link up with Sammy, or maybe taking an entirely different heel approach? I really don't know. What, what's no, your read on this right now? it's going to be different. Like who? You know what babyface heels um, strike me the most? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Steve Austin did his own thing. But they cheered him. Yep, for sure. They cheered him more than they booed him. Daniel Bryan can do that. CM Punk. Listen, I'm going to drop a pipe bomb on you. I'm ducking. But did they boo? Did they boo him? No. Hell no. They cheered him. That's what Daniel Bryan is treading. He's treading that same category of... Being a badass, but I'm going to do it the way that I want to do it. You're not going to tell me what to do. And not only are you not going to tell me what to do, fans, don't try to get me. If I want to shake his hand, I'm going to shake his hand. I'm just going to kick him in the gut and give him one of these stunners. They did different things. Daniel Bryan can shake Sami Zayn's hand. And then as soon as he gets remotely 
giddy with himself and he raises his hand, he's going to kick him in the gut, jerk him, jerk him on the ground, and put him in the yes lock. I like it. That's, that's what he can be. And yeah. I'm hoping that that happens. Because if it don't happen like that, then he's going to be a puppet. And people are going to judge him, and his, that run will be short. Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the Sirius XM app. It's a discussion that was really prompted by CM Punk yesterday. You made some comments after you guys were off the air, so we get to get into it today here on this Saturday. Essentially, CM Punk chimed in on... Some of the stuff we're hearing surrounding this brewing rivalry between AEW and WWE. And and to a large extent, a lot of it's coming from AEW. Now, I know Seth Rollins had his quote about, you know, the minor leagues. And there's certainly been some back and forth in regards to the dirt sheets. But But, but in terms of... who started it? You didn't know who started it. Well, I, th- I think I think the fair moment was was Cody Rhodes here in Las Vegas taking the sledgehammer to the throne, right? No, Triple no? H started it at WrestleMania when he said a piss ant company. Oh, that's a good point. And You're then right. Cody did the symbolism, yeah, of smashing the throne with the sledgehammer, and You're then right. um, what came next? Then guys, uh, Kenny Omega said that WNXT were dark match. The guys down there were developmental, mm. that if they came to NXT, it would be a dark match. They would be dark matches. Mm. Um, and the list goes on. Right. Uh, Jim Ross, who is well-respected on this show and is a, a cause-in, and we, we listen to Grilling with JR. Of course. And it's... Jim said that um, that Seth Rollins, you know, shouldn't make any comments because even Seth made a comment um, negatively about AEW. Right, and said it was the minor leagues, and Jim fired back saying, well, something about, uh, you know, talk to me when you get a biggest pop as your girlfriend. Right, and right. that is emotional responses. It's a difference mm-hmm. when you have a premeditated um I'm going to say this because I just feel this way as opposed to, oh, you're going to talk about me? Well, let me hit you with some of this. And I said that Jim Ross is entitled to say whatever he wants to say. Uh, He's earned the right to say whatever he wants to say. But as people, we make responses based off emotion. And that's not always the best thing to do. You need to take back away from the microphone, the phone, the interview, or whatever, and say, you know what, guys, like, I'm not getting into all that. Yeah. I'm not getting into it. It's beneath me. And we all should be loving the fact that the fans and people that are interested in sports are turning to pro wrestling. Pro wrestling is the reason not the brand of pro wrestling, the fact that it is pro wrestling. I watch New Japan. I watch ROH, Impact, now Power, MLW. Right. 
and then you watch Raw and SmackDown and 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 Dynamite like those that's fourteen to sixteen hours of pro wrestling a week. Really good pro wrestling. Really good. Who's who's winning? Us. We we are winning, Mark Henry. We are winning. So let me, why? Let me ask, yeah. Is there this combatant like attitude between the fans? I think sometimes you you look at the the fans and they are choosing a side when there's no side to be taken. Well, they they get defensive, Mark. They hear something said about something that they love and they spend their time on and they and you you're talking about this and most they have an emotional reaction, right? And we live in the social media age, oh. so people are quick to fire. Listen, I I'm from, you know, I'm a journalist, and there is that old saying, the first thing you learn in journalism, the first rule of journalism, if it bleeds, it leads, right? No press is bad press. There's all those cliches. I do think there is an element of that when we talk about these conversations that folks are having in regards to the business, right? The fact that people care enough to get pissed off and have a visceral emotional reaction, I, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing, but there is something to be said for, you know, Bully Ray talks about it all the time. You talk about it, I talk about it. LaGreca talks about it all the time, right? I think we're all in the same school of thought, whereas, listen, we have lived through eras where pro wrestling has not been even remotely as good as this. We are living truly, I don't I want to be careful about the phrasing, but borderline a golden age, I mean, in terms the social media and the amount of content you set it up perfectly mark henry there's almost so much that you can't keep up with it so it's a really good time to be a fan but i do find the interactions between seth and jim you know interesting it's not a window that we get often and and one cm punk recently chimed in this is where we were going with this uh you know within the last couple well not couple hours but within the last 24 hours he chimed in on a lot that's been going on in regards to aew and wwe and he said this about aew he said uh, essentially that AEW needs to stop knocking the WWE and said, quote, he needs to focus on themselves, or excuse me, they need to focus on themselves. What do you think when, you know, when Punk says something like that? Because, listen, we're talking about it. If it bleeds, it leads, Mark Henry. People still feel a certain way about it. So should AEW cut back on the WWE references, slander, whatever word you want to use? I think all of them should cut back. I mean, it's not something that's important. Is it important to a storyline? Are they using it to drive the hate between the wedge between the fans? That's the only thing that I can see it, it being is a predetermined, you know what, let's let's be decisive and let's claim our fans. And that is not cool. I think that is leading the witness. Is 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 uh is leading the jury into feeling like, you know what, guys, maybe without a shadow of a doubt, these are our fans, and you don't want to like that other company. Ugh. They're, they're horrible people. Their creative sucks. They're mean to the talent. They right. paint this this narrative of um, it's, it's, it's all negative over there, but it's positive over here. We have diversity. We have this. We have that. Mm-hmm. That's that's pre that's premeditated. It needs to stop, and that's that's what Punk is saying. Mm-hmm. Um, not because he wants to side with the WWE. He wasn't no. happy with them. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the fact he's that not, he's the one saying that I think should say, speak people, volumes. Right, yeah, right, right. It should speak volumes. <laughs> yeah, 
No, absolutely. And, you know, another point. I think it's – here's the thing. The loudest you're going to hear the most from. So the complainers, yeah, you know, we're going to dissect that and we're going to have our feelings. But I think the truth, like the truth really lies somewhere in the middle. But I think the truth of this is I would say the majority, Mark Henry, are really excited about what's going on right now. I really don't think there's a rivalry. I think much more – there are more people that are like you and I and everyone else on this channel who are like, oh, my God, NWA Power is on Tuesday, Wednesday Night Wars, AEW and NXT. Oh, we got Monday Night Raw. We got Friday Night SmackDown. We have a million things in between. We got ROH. We got New Japan. It's so much so that I can't even keep up. I haven't seen Impact in like three weeks, Mark. Like, I just watched the newest episode of Power last night after I watched SmackDown. Like, listen, what I'm saying is that's a good problem to have. So I think something that Punk is alluding to, and and I don't think he extrapolated on it a lot, is just like it— it's a sour grapes feel for a company that we all love. Like, we're, we're, we're about to name our weekly winner. We're about to give you our show of the week coming up here in hour three on Busted Open. In prior weeks, we've unanimously agreed that it was AEW. We want to love AEW. We do love AEW. But the constant attacks on WWE, it's try hard. It's a, And frankly, I'll, I'll just use this word. It's a little bit corny. Like, it's exhaustive. Like, it's it's just a little bit too much. And and I think, I, again, you, talk, you said this earlier, Mark Henry, I hope they're listening I, I hope so because if if not then we're going to have a group of fans that hate the other uh companies and it, it always bleeds over into the crowds i remember about uh eight years ago uh i was at a texas ou weekend it was eight okay. years ago and it had got so bad with the Red River rivalry that people were fighting at the Cotton Bowl. Fans were fighting fans. And I'm like, it's a football game. Right. Like, none of y'all have any stock in these teams other than your fandom. Devil's advocate, though, Mark Henry. Devil's advocate. Passion, anger, emotion, competition. They promote you know, views, it pushes eyes, right? It makes people care more. So I go back to but these it leads, are the it leads. That's, right? that's, 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 that's great for the management, for the ownership, the uh, for the faculties of those schools to, to have something to say about each other because of recruiting and all of that. What about a fight in the Cotton Bowl is going to make the recruits decide, oh, I want to go to OU or Texas? Zero. It's a waste of time. You're going to, these people got to go to work the next day. Now you're getting arrested. You could possibly lose your job. And if you were intoxicated, you might get a charge of public drunkenness. Uh, I mean, it's many things that can happen when you start being out in the public and you're getting angry enough to where uh, people can have a fight. And I don't want that for wrestling. I don't want that stigma of wrestling fans are ignorant and, um, you know, they're uh, impulsive. I I don't want that. It's going to put a black eye on the gang, and I don't want that. 
If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. A lot of people think you need a car to enjoy SiriusXM, but you don't. You can listen outside the car. Right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Just go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. You can listen on your phone, at home, and online. That's SiriusXM.com busted. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. It is time for our weekly winner where we give you our favorite show in the pro wrestling world. Listen, Mark, I think to start the first couple weeks, AEW won the debut. They did. I went back, I went back to NXT in week two, and now in week three, I have a back-to-back winner. I am giving my weekly winner for this week in the professional wrestling world. It was close. It was close, but I'm going NXT. I loved what I saw from AEW, all respect, and I love the I have a ticket. I loved ev- the way everything played out. There were a lot of moments, but listen, when you're talking about one of the more memorable heel turns in at least the last half decade, and of course I'm talking about Finn Balor, like that's the way that you end the show and then you open the show with my girl Bianca Belair. I know she took the L to Rhea Ripley, but I love Ripley. I love Belair. And then you think of the Matt Riddle match that was in there uh, against that who yeah, Cameron Grimes, that bearded dude. I just I, I love the way the Keith show felt. Lee. When, yes. Keith Lee again, right? Keith Lee, every time that dude's on television, like you can't go wrong. Money. But right. But the fact that the show got sent off with the Finn Balor heel turn, man, yeah. that's really hard for me not giving it my show of the week. It was my weekly winner in the pro wrestling world. Mark Henry, what say you? Who is your weekly winner? You know what? I have to second that thought. Yeah. Uh, the way that that show started with Bianca and Miss Ripley, I was, they had me. Yeah. And then it ended so unbelievably unforgettable. And I, I was telling Alex Metz, I was like, anytime you put Keith Lee on a show, it's money. The, he delivers. Yep. And I, it was just a really, really hyper entertaining show. And it, it would be very hard to beat. And um, we we don't, <clears throat> excuse me, we didn't even have to, um, we didn't have to mention the, the, the biggest part of NXT is all the factions. So once you you factor that in, you can't you can't that was that was really impressive. They put it together we, really really well. And Mark, we might be having more factions on the way because NXT left us with a question mark from the standpoint undisputed era is in the ring. They're looking over uh you know the damage done by Finn Balor and Finn Balor steps away from the shot, not acknowledge, like not shaking the hands of the undisputed era, not letting us know that he's, I don't even know yeah, if he's I'm, with I'm the undisputed era. Yeah, yeah. And in we, fact, we he, right. He points the double guns, which is a callback to the bullet club. And he points them at the ground and he makes that. So it's quite possible, Mark Henry, that we might have another faction in NXT. And if it is centered around the bullet club or however that goes, buddy, I mean, I'm obviously I'm all in. No pun intended. No, no pun intended. Yes. That was not a, that was not a callback to AEW. I'm just very excited. I would, I would have to go. I would have to go to. SmackDown this week. SmackDown was a solid, solid show. It started well. It ended well. Everything in between was solid. We had a couple of short matches. 
Yeah. But, you know, Roman Reigns did some things that I thought were very telling, being able to give the finish to Ali and watching those guys outside of Shorty G's gear. Um, SmackDown was a great show. And NXT was a great show. The way that NXT ended oh. with Pac and, and, and Mox, Pox and Mox, like <laughs> that, it was it, that was my third show. It was it was it was an unbelievable match. Wait, um, so you had you had SmackDown over NXT? I did, I did. Wow, the, the, just the content uh, over the the quality. There was a lot more on SmackDown than there was on NXT on, on uh, AEW, and I think that the quality of the finish and um, the quality of the start um, was the high points. Everything in between was good, but not, you know, stand out. You 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 point out something in the middle of that show uh, that can make me change my mind. Oh, I didn't. I didn't particularly like SmackDown at all. I think I would have it. It might. It would be above Raw, but I've got. I've for sure got NXT at the top. Then I probably have. AEW in second, which was a close second. And, and and Mark, I loved AEW. Like, the way that, I mean, you had a great match between Lucha Brothers and Private Party. You had the uh, tournament semis between SCU and the Dark Order. You had that great match between Omega and Janela. You had Young Bucks best friends, but what really set it off for me, and you made a reference to this, was the way it ended. I loved the psychology that a time limit draw brings into any moment, right? It's another, it's almost like another wrestler in the match. When you have the right. clock looming, when you have the clock looming over, it creates mm-hmm. just another branch for the story to be told. So I love the way that I ended. I'm really surprised to hear you have SmackDown so high. Not that it wasn't like a fine show, but like you had a Dolph Ziggler and Rob uh, the Bobby Roode match in there with the New Day that was short. Um, you had the Squatch match with Lacey Evans over Connors, like the Wyatt stuff. It was fine, but again, I, it's just it feels a little bit disjointed. So I did not grade uh, the, SmackDown the five, as, the as highly. Funhouse, the Firefly Funhouse, right. and the promos with Sami Zayn and Daniel yes. Bryan—that was great. It it just took it to another level for me. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with you because I'll tell you what, in regards to that, that promo that Brian and Sammy had and, and the way he pleading with him and the logic that he used, that was as good as it gets. And and as we talk about promos on SmackDown, you know what promo I also really enjoyed? Because I'm not it wasn't a bad show. I just don't have it. I wouldn't even put it above power, which I love this week. But that's beside the point. I, I want to go back to praising SmackDown because the start of SmackDown, the promo that Roman Reigns cut, I really enjoyed when he was going after Baron Corbin. He's like, your scepter's mm-hmm. stupid. Your crown is stupid. You're stupid. This whole thing is stupid. Like, it made me, it made me like, pay attention and feel a certain way. So there but was some you, really but, good but promo work talk, on SmackDown. Yeah. But when you talk and you say stupid stuff, that's <laughs> where I draw the line. Yeah. Man, serious. It was good. Yep. It was real but, good. But, you know, I like what they're doing with, with Gulak. Drew Gulak, like, the PowerPoint presentation, <clears throat> excuse me, the the show was interesting and it kept my attention. I, I didn't want to get up and go get something to drink. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's why I give the show and we criticize the WWE for not having things that link together, that keep you in occupied the whole time. 
And when they finally give it to us, then we don't give it credit. I, I have to give it credit. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.